Ho, 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 it's me, Santa Kirkman. No, it's just, it's just one of the kind of like bad boys, it's Brandon. Uh, hey, it's our last episode of the year. We, we did two in one month, isn't that amazing? It, it, babies, right? Am I right? Anyways, we had on our wonderful returning champion guest, Georgia Go, to do another year recap of Godzilla Final Wars, which is probably one of the best movies ever made, Don't Listen to Luke. And, uh, yeah, we had a blast. We did a year in review as well. And as always, if you like this podcast, spread the word. Let them know. Uh, all your friends. Follow us on whatever uh, podcast provider you use. Send them to our Twitter at Podzuki. Or uh, email us at podzukipodcast at gmail.com. And we'll read whatever you send on air. Other than that, let's just get to the business. Render unto Ghidra what is Ghidra's. Ten to one he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, big wheel. Back when it was greasy as curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all, to the beat. Have a ball. We'll get from me. <laughs> the DJ bouncing beats, is that a Christmas gift for... Yeah, for my parents got for Faye. And I know you've just... had it for a while, but it's, I don't know why, but sometimes on my, on like... YouTube or whatever thing that I I don't have ad free, I will see a commercial for that sometimes. Really? <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh, hey, Brandon's got one of those. It's a really popular gift for babies. That's why my parents got it for Faye, but she's too young for it. It's like for two years old, yeah. so it's gonna be down here for a while. Yeah. Huh. And also, Barbara thinks it's creepy. Uh, <laughs> it's I don't not, mind it. It's not great. No, it's not not creepy. I don't creepy. think it is creepy. Yeah, I don't know. Was Gizmo creepy? Yeah, kind of. Oh, I don't think Gizmo was creepy. But that was more of the Howie Mandel aspect, I think. Yeah. <laughs> was happening in his body. Uh, he was creepy in uh, Little Monsters. Yeah, that was... that's. I mean, we've talked about that before, right? The whole piss drinking and all that, too. Yeah, it's probably come up. Oh, wait a second. Is that one where he's like in full body prosthetics to do... Yeah, to do, like, with, with, uh, with uh, Ben's... The Savage that was in uh, Wonder Years, not the one from Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. Ben Savage. Savage, or Fred Savage. Fred, Fred Savage. Savage is the older one who's a director now, and Ben Savage is the creep. What is yeah. he directing now? He directs all sorts of stuff. He does, he's done a bunch of episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, he's like one of the executive oh. producers. Yeah. 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 You know you know who, what Hallie Mandela is great in? Is this, uh, is this kid's movie called uh, Hansel and Gretel. It's, um, it's a movie that nobody knows. But I used to rent from the Blockbuster all the time. How old is it? It's probably from the early 90s. Yeah. So live action? Yeah, it's a live action. He plays the Sandman. <laughs> and in this Hansel and Gretel rendition. Does uh, he do like a weird voice? He does a little bit. Yeah, he does a weird voice. Is it a musical? No, like it's not a musical. Because oh, okay. I know there is like, it's a, it's, there was like a German opera for Hansel and Gretel that features the Sandman in it. Yeah. And that's like, that's, they just did that to like pad out the running time. But it's also like, I watched this YouTuber, Nick Knacks, Paparina, but he does this thing called Nick Knacks. And he did an episode on Mention special on delivery from Nickelodeon. Too. Yeah. Where they, one of the first things they ever aired was uh, the Hansel and Gretel stop motion animation of the opera. And it Ooh. had the Sandman, and he talks about that. Like, yeah, Sandman's not in the original story, but they had to put something in there. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they take in like yeah, that's beats probably from what that. they did. But yeah, it was it was dumb, and it, I loved it. I watched it over and over and over again. See, now I'm just thinking it'd be funny if that's like a common trope where they just add the Sandman to everything when they have to pad it out. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, I know Bobcat Goldthwait played uh, the Sandman in an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark. Oh, that, was, that was before he stopped doing the silly voice. Yeah, he was still. still he was still doing yeah, the voice. Yeah. I I watched the um as part of the remake of Are You Afraid of the Dark. How was that? 
It was the one from the early two thousands. Yeah, it was yeah. it was hard fine. It's a straight straight fine. That was really more like a continuation because it was the yeah. younger brother, right? In front of the like. No, the, maybe wait. maybe it's the new new one then wait, because it's, it's on Netflix. Right the one now. I'm thinking of that's that's probably something new because they did do like a renewal with the younger brother, like the main dude from the original series, the glasses nerd kid, yeah, and his little brother, and then they brought it back. With the little brother is the main one with the new Midnight Society, but it was yeah. still like the brother showed up, and then they did that Nickelodeon TV movie with like real ghosts. I remember no, the movie. No, this is a new new one. I Wait, think. Oh, new okay. new one? Yeah, they, I think they have a new new one where it's new, like new new <laughs> new 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 new. Uh, it's like it's a girl. It's it's more of like a kind of continued story. I feel like it's uh, more of a, a narrative. Okay. Um, where they go because I don't remember in the OG Are You Afraid of the Dark that they, like, really went into their school and did their, like, lives. No, no, they were, they, yeah. they were you never saw them yeah, outside. Yeah, you never that. saw That's them. That's not true. Yeah. There's one episode where before they do the Midnight Society, the the main dude with glasses and the girl he had a crush on, Sam, they're in his father's magic shop and he's showing her some stuff, and then they cut to the Midnight Society. Mm-hmm. Oh, that kid's yeah. gonna grow up no, to this... a serial killer whose dad <laughs> owns a magic shop. <laughs> serial killers, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion. Yeah. In my opinion. <laughs> Sawdough Jr. Yeah, but this one is, is more, um, they, they're like, it's the, the story before the Midnight Society. So she's like a new girl that moves into town and like, and she mentions to one of the kids who's already in the Midnight Society that she likes horror movies. And he's like, wait, you, a hot chick, like horror <laughs> no, movies? Wait, wait, is, is it set in the early 90s? No, it's set oh. current times. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's just so it's a reboot. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. I think it's a Netflix reboot. Huh. It's not great. It is fine. <laughs> it's fine. Hey, you know what? That's better than I could, I, I would normally hope. And if I had watched the original Are You Afraid of the Dark, like in my thirties, I'd probably be like, this really isn't all that good. I feel like you get certain things like that every once in a while that surprise you because we've talked about this on the podcast too. Me and Jamie Carbone saw the new Goosebumps when that came out a few years back. And we were like, this is surprisingly good and funny. Like, I was really surprised. I mean, I love Jack Black, but it was just, like, really competently written and had some good funny parts in it, which I was not expecting. Yeah, Uh, sometimes when studios aren't paying too much attention to what's happening, they're like, eh, we'll just throw this out. Sometimes good writing gets done, you know No, if you you hire competent people and just leave them the fuck alone, you can get something good. And I think, like, people go see this just because of the name. We don't need to bother with it too much. A a Jack Black, if you will, or a Chris (laughs) Pratt. Yeah. Or uh, Charlie Day, put those which, on the movie. Yeah, which all the people from the new Mario, <laughs> yeah. which I was just going to say that, everybody from that new trailer, everybody's voice sounds great, except, except Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Yeah. yeah, I don't really... know why they chose Chris Pratt, it seems Cause weird. Because he's like, he's like Paul Rudd, but not Jewish. No, well, he's this Christian? is this is he's, easy, the, he's the super Christian Paul Rudd. <laughs> the easy one to explain for that is because of the Lego movie, because it was such a huge blockbuster. Uh, where they're like, okay, this is a franchise, we're animating, and we put his voice on it, so now we all think money comes out of that forever. It was also that he gets cast in like almost everything. Oh yeah, yeah. no, he's he's a he's a perfectly affable guy as long as you don't pay attention to his church. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's okay. We're getting into some really weird topics, but let's keep going with it before we <laughs> introduce everything. I feel like that's the thing where I'm getting to the point now where like he's a part of that church and he's not majorly involved so I wasn't that bad about it but then he had that weird post about his wife having the kid and saying like I'm so glad we have a healthy beautiful daughter when you know that he has the other kid that was born with some of the defects with his, his ex-wife Anna Ferris and you're like Ferris not Kendrick yeah, yeah. it's like he had to know or is he, is he that it's that the, the, the terrible equation or the terrible options of 
did he know that he was doing this, or is he so unaware that he did that and didn't realize it? Because both options are bad. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, if he wants to be on the podcast, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'm not. Well, okay. Well, I got some bad news. So, I've been calling Elon Musk a little bitch that should kill himself on Twitter, um, and before he banned me, he said, I will buy Podzuki for $44 billion. I had to take the offer, so we're now under new management. Elon Musk is now running this podcast. We love the Elon boy. Big, big Daddy Musk <laughs> yeah. w- would never boo at a yeah. <laughs> at a Dave Chappelle show. Man, could you imagine like even <laughs> even Dave Chappelle show, show fans or Dave Chappelle fans are like, we hate this guy. He's like, well, it's just very funny to me um, that. Dave Chappelle thinks he's speaking truth to power, and he's like, I'm speaking truth to power, now let me bring out the richest man in the world yeah. that owns a space company. Like, what are you talking about? You're not, you're, you, you are literally power at this point. I'm gonna you know? bring him out, I'm gonna bring him out so he can steal one of my jokes, and then he, then I can yell at you about how you're poor. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, all the booze are coming from the cheap seats. It's like, bitch. Yeah. They so, paid to be here. I think this is also one of those things like Kid Rock where like, yeah, Dave Chappelle is a minority and he speaks to that, but he also grew up in relative privilege. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. whatever. So, and like Kid Rock pretends to be poor, but he grew up in like a mansion. Yeah. I think his father was like even like a senator or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah man. No, it's, um, just, just be who you are. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like... That's why I'm proud to don't hate Don't be an winner. asshole. You know what? No, I'm going to say, don't be who you are. Sometimes. Just don't be an asshole. Yeah, Just don't be an asshole. Right. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I, I guess we should introduce the podcast. This is, once again, Elon Musk's favorite podcast, now that he owns it after paying us all $44 billion each. Uh, it's Podzuki, America's only podcast owned by Elon Musk, uh, sponsored by Tesla, sponsored by SpaceX. He probably has a share in Joe Rogan experience. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, politics are balanced here, yeah. okay? Yeah. We criticize the left... And we give a lot of room to the right. Yeah. And then also we do a lot of things to actually have hateful actions done to the left and endanger families. And to the right, we give them a lot of money, which is like the same thing if you think about it. If you really think about it, it's balanced. Mm -hmm. Um, And also here's my friend Bari West. She has a few opinions she'd like to drop about the trans community real quick. Okay, no, we don't need... Oh, boy. Cut cut this. (laughs) This is a note for later. They hated Jesus because he told the truth. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Kanye, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, Kanye, my boy! <laughs> Sorry, we missed that. Uh, it's Podzuki, uh, America's worst introduced podcast. I'm one of your Kaiju Hollywood ad boys and co-host, Brandon Kirkman. I'm another one of those things, Luke Evans Flip. I'm your I'm your third thing, Martin Felschman. And please, everyone, welcome our special guest, Georgia Gove. Hello! Hello, Hello. friends. Returning champion. Um we're, we're, I'm going to get into this because we had a really long uh, meandering introduction, which we might or might not cut certain parts from. Um, <laughs> I hope if we do, we make it really obvious we did it, where it's just like we're talking and it goes in a completely different conversation. Well, we said all the good stuff before we started recording, and then it kind of became yeah. a bit more meandering. We had a whole cool conversation about <laughs> animation and Hideki Anno doing the Daikon uh, 5 uh, introduction anime in his own college dorm and room. And how boob physics changed anim- anime. Yeah, yeah, and that's why the bunny girl outfit's popular in anime and Japanese culture, yeah. specifically because of that. The boob bounce heard around the world. Yeah, yeah. it truly was. They probably had really loud sound effects for that, too. <laughs> it's either real or it's a dream. There's yeah. nothing that is in between. Which is off Electric Light Orchestra's album Twilight, which is one of my favorite ones. It's the introductory track, uh, which is called Twilight. Well, technically, there's intro and okay. then Twilight. Okay. <laughs> They're the same song, but like you play them on Spotify, and if you have it on shuffle, it's got not going to go through both the songs. Yeah. Like those last three songs on uh, Abbey Road, 
that are like one long song. Oh yeah, like just four put different them together. Tracks. It's so <laughs> yeah. fucking stupid. Piece of shit, John Lennon. I'd beat the shit out of him. Right <laughs> Show him his boss. I got some bad news for you, Brandon. What? Yeah. He's oh, no. rich. Oh no, that's even worse. <laughs> well, I hope he's dead. Um, I guess how you can find Mike Hanford. Yeah, <laughs> he does a really great one. Yeah. Um, I mean, we all know Paul McCartney is the best Beatle, anyway. So I, I, I was more of a Ringo Starr boy. I was a I was a George Harry Harry fan. He does have I, really great. Solo he he has the best solo stuff. Oh yeah. no! I, no, come on, Ram. Paul McCartney's Ram? That's what this is one of the best little albums. Oh, is that like a Wings album? Yeah. No, it's just, just Paul some, McCartney. Oh, I don't know. I know some Wings. Yeah. Yeah, Paul McCartney had one of the best meltdowns, I think, when yeah. he was uh, when he was on Wings and then got arrested in Japan for trying to bring like a pound of weed in. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he was like in jail for um, like I, I don't I, not probably not that long, but like oh, a little while enough for him to like really process through his like. Um, feelings about John Lennon, and he wrote like a a ten thousand page manifest, not a manifesto, but a it's 10, kind 000, of a manifesto. yeah, kind of a ten thousand page manifesto yeah. about his relationship with John Lennon, and he's like, I'm never publishing. That. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, Penn and Teller, and Penn Jillette has talked about his relationship with Teller, how he says they aren't friends. But he says that sort of like, and he compares it like uh, Paul McCartney and John Lennon, like those were two men who were in love with each other. It wasn't sexual, but they were in love with each other, and that's kind of why their relationship was so volatile, especially near the end, and where he doesn't really have that relationship with Teller. They're just partners. Yeah. yeah. Well, keep I love it, all of you, so we're going to fight yeah. after this a lot. I'm really <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, man, we really are going a lot of, uh, uh, different tracks here. Well, it's because we've done this movie before. Yeah, let's just get into it. We're starting a new tradition. As you might recall from 2020, we did the best film ever made, which is Godzilla Final Wars from 2004, with past guest Jacob Lowry, who just announced he's having a baby. Um, A baby? A baby, Congratulations, Jacob. Congratulations. Um, and we wanted to start doing this as a yearly thing, and then we got really busy in 2021. Uh, it's never too late. Uh, so here we are, and we get we decided to get Georgia, who's one of our our, our favorites to have back. I'd Hello. say, um, and we're gonna. I feel like we should just get into it. We've talked about it before. I think we're gonna go over some of the highlights, but I like the idea that we either bring back a new guest each year, or we have returning guests to do it, but haven't seen this movie because I want to have that joy. I, initial impressions. I want to ask you, Georgia. How do you feel about this film? Oh, I feel. Um great about it 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 was very fun it felt like i was watching like 17 movies that were all cut together you know what i mean like like there was a porn in there there was a kid's show oh absolutely there was obviously a godzilla movie but it all just felt there was like you know it felt it felt very um you know like there there was like a it was, yeah, it was it was like everything all at once. It was like yeah. aliens and it was definitely like a blue sky. I feel like pitch of like okay, we we pitch all ideas and just see yeah, what works. it really you know what it was. It really felt like stone soup. You know, like yeah. you know, like the the book Stone Soup, where like somebody starts out with a stone and they're a like a bunch we're of make nobles a... trying to rip off peasants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bunch of nobles trying to rip off peasants. But it just felt like you know what I mean, like where everyone's just like oh well, we'll just throw this in and we'll just throw a little bit of that in, and at the end it'll make something. <laughs> And it made a delicious jumbo sandwich, I want to say, reduction fondue. You see, I, I don't remember what yeah. I, I didn't listen <laughs> yeah. to the old episode. I can't remember what I said. I can't imagine I said too many nice things because I hated this fucking movie. Well, good I news. I it, it, it looks like shit. It sounds like shit. 
And it's just, I think it's just, it's partially when it was made because it's, everything's like blue and yellow and orange. Yeah. And I think I was looking at like, this movie came out in 2004. So I was looking at like the top grossing movies of 2003. And one of them was Bad Boys 2. That's a Michael Bay movie. And all of his movies are like orange right. and green yeah. and blue. Like and that. you also so have like, the Matrix sequels too. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Matrix in these movies. And it's also got my big problem that I have with, like, all the Godzilla movies is that, like, the human stuff is, like, you gotta get through the human stuff so you get to the cool monster fights, because that's what I like about these movies. That's why Destroy All Monsters is probably my favorite one, because that's the majority of the movie. Mm -hmm. I know. Once we got to the... It was, like, it's, like, two hours, and once we got to the monster battle, I was like, oh, I'm in it. Oh, I'm fucking... I'm fucking (laughs) vibing. it takes a while to get there, I feel like. Yeah, it takes an hour. It's halfway through the movie, and then the monster battles happen. And they're yeah. really fun. And yeah, I also wanted to say that all early 2000s Japanese movies look like this. Like like stud- like expensive student films. I have yeah. um, They're all like super like close up because like I, I... And I was trying to look up the technical aspects for it. I was surprised that some of it was filmed on 35mm, oh. but like the master format was digital. And like you can tell mm-hmm. that because like it's... I'm watching on that big TV. Yeah. So it just looks like crap. Super grainy and yeah. like obviously like low fidelity. Yeah. I mean, even watching on my, I was watching my computer and then on my phone at work. Yeah. Um, oh, hell yeah. I did beca- the same. <laughs> because I, because I uh, have nothing to do today. So I watched, I watched it yesterday while I was making a lasagna and then I watched <laughs> it more closely today at work. Well, I had nothing to do, and I was just clicking through my computer to be like, yes, I am working. Look at me work. Uh, Somebody should do something about these ex-aliens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Just put that in an email. Like, what's the deal with giant monsters? Um, But, yeah, no, I... uh, it was it was even grainy for me on, you know, on it was, like, not great quality, and I was watching it on tiny, tiny things. Well, we uh, traditionally, this is, I think I can give out because it's a legal thing you can do and hopefully this never changes. It's on archive.org, so you can just get the movie and download it and watch it. It's not always the best quality on there, but I like that it's a whole thing we still have on Well, I bought it off of Amazon, so oh, I, I, no, I, no. That's the, it was only 12 bucks, so I don't really care, and if we do end up doing this every year, it's a good I'll have it for there. It. Yeah. But it is weird on Amazon, it doesn't have the, uh, it only has the English version. Yeah. Really? Yeah, and I will say something about the English version. I don't know if this is true, but it felt um two things one <laughs> there's a lot going on two things i have to say about the dub um one it felt like there was three people doing all of the voices yeah. like it felt like it all was a, very obviously anime voice actors I'm yeah, say yeah yeah it just all felt like like every time somebody would speak i'm like i feel like this is just somebody trying to do like a slightly different voice i don't know if that's true but they all sounded the same i, I yeah. did love that for the twins i definitely feel like they were voiced by the same person yeah those yeah. are voiced by the same person for sure but like you don't literally need to pay them twice just double up yeah, yeah. exactly yeah and they said the also the twins just sounded bored yeah they were like <laughs> there was nothing exciting about what they were saying it is, they at one point i was almost expecting to say is like does your phone have any games on it yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and then uh the other thing i'll say about the dub is that it did feel we were talking about samurai pizza cats like right before we started and it just felt we were like, talking about some real good shit before we yeah started. i know Sorry, and then we and then we got into a weird bent but um but I, I will say it was very samurai pizza cats to me where i'm like did they have a script or were they just like mm, this guy looks like he's saying like you can't take my pizza <laughs> you know? i feel like there was definitely a mind when making this movie towards an american audience as well as a japanese audience that's why they cast Mike Hagar 
in yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I can, America's I, favorite mayor. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> let's explain this real quick. They have uh, just a straight-up American in a role where he only speaks English in the original Japanese cut. So that's a funny thing, too. Another thing about the dub is you'll notice that everybody's voice, like you said, sounds similar. It's very obviously VA overwork. Yeah. And then Don Fry, they just kept. So it's like you'll hear people where it sounds like literally like a video game. And it's like somebody just like walked into the room and started talking right after, which is Don Fry's character, which I love. Awful sound design in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Not great sound design. I will say the... Um, the soundtrack slaps. Oh, it is. is so fucking good. The, the Some 41? Yeah. <laughs> the um, soundtrack slaps hard, <laughs> and, it, and, it, it is, and it is surprising. <laughs> every the, every I mean, new song is a surprise. My note I wrote when I was watching this again is, like, the thing I love about Godzilla Final Wars, the first question they ask you is, like, are you ready to rock? <laughs> <laughs> and we are. Yeah, I absolutely am. But then we're not ready to rock for a full hour. <laughs> yeah. well, no, 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 we're not... So like, I've seen this movie before. I forgot everything about it. Yeah. When you see that first montage of like the monsters destroying the world that's set to that fucking rock song, mm-hmm. it rules it's so really fucking, cool. I was pumping does, my fist does, in the air. It, it does rule so fucking hard. Also, I did get distracted about the Don Fry thing when I go back to. He is a very unique cast for this because in the early 2000s, MMA fighters were really popular in Japan. So you have Bob Fry, who's an MMA fighter that was big in Japan. Doesn't know any Japanese, but they put him in a bunch of movies like this in, like, promotions. And then you also have Bob Sapp, who was, like, this really big MMA fighter, too. Very similar thing, where he doesn't know any Japanese, but you'll find him in all these early 2000, like, Japanese film and movies, just saying American lines. Because you're like, this is a big American guy who fight people. We love it. It's <laughs> yeah, I know they were in MMA. I know they love wrestling. Yeah. Over yeah. there. They take it very seriously, too. Yeah. I, I mean, they have some of the best. So. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Big Bullet Club fan. Um, anyways. Uh, so... Getting back to what you were saying, though, about it starts and they have the really cool montage. The music's really great. They're going through all the monsters fighting each other. I think we need to get to another scene and talk about it right away. Is When they're showing all the monsters and they're going through all of it, how did you feel about the New York scene? Oh, the New York scene. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that. First of all, what a uh, just perfect and um, not at all racist how about the, the the pimp pulls the gun on the cop and the cop's just like put that away but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do the help. violence here. yeah well I mean that was very accurate where he's like I'm gonna blow your blow your fucking head off yeah. <laughs> I will and say then, but like with the fact that like yeah he pointed a gun at him and then the cop they just stood there and held guns at each other for a while yeah. I was like now kiss yeah. <laughs> and now kiss. kiss but my favorite part about that scene was like when the monster came and like there was also there's also that guy who's like drinking the the wino who's like drinking booze, yeah. homeless man, and like he's like, oh, big birds coming down the street, we gotta go, <laughs> and and then like the bird comes and it just blows their hats off and it makes a woo. Yeah, that's, yeah, we spent so much time talking about with Jacob. And- <laughs> Yeah. I will say that 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 scene. <laughs> I think that was shot on film because it looks way cleaner. Mm-hmm. It doesn't has not splash with gels on it, and it also feels like that was like a, a directing unit that was not the main team. That's somebody like in America, like hey, we need a scene in America. Film three minutes of something that the Japanese people will think is American. I, I need to look into it. It'd be so fucking funny if they actually shot that in New York. Yeah. yeah, like they shut down a street to shoot that. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was probably a soundstage. No, but... I know, but I I want a dream. I want yeah. to. They shot that right in front of the twin towers. Yeah, so <laughs> many weird scenes of like them showing people around the world reacting to the monsters, where they have the one of in Vancouver, and it's just a kid that has <laughs> chocolate all over. Oh, his mouth. Chocolate, chocolate coating his mouth. It has toys of all the monsters oh, in yeah. the movie. Yeah, yeah. He, he has toys of all the monsters. He knows Good branding. Too. Well, he gets the name wrong. He says Angelus. 
when yeah. it's Angoris. His mouth is full of just, chalk. <laughs> when he says that, yeah. I'm just shouting at you, fucking idiot. You yeah, also, anything fucking right. Also, he's like way too old to have that much chocolate around his mouth. You know what I mean? Like, like. Okay, a, well, that's kind of insulting <laughs> to my lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say that I would say that to your face. If you had chocolate yeah. all around your mouth, I'd be like, no, Brandon, we're way too old. To have I feel like also if you around. saw that with me, you'd be like, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, for I would. Oh, yeah, I'd be like, this is a bit. I looked this up on the IMDb page. Uh, this is actually a shared universe with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, oh yeah. I love that. So that's Augustus Gloom. Yeah. The Oompa Loompas are slaves! <laughs> <laughs> Which means that child will be horribly murdered in a factory. Oh, absolutely. Horrib- hey, hey. hey they live. Factory. That's true. They live at the mm. end. They wave to Charlie <laughs> when he's in the great glass elevator. Do they? Yes, they wave. I don't remember that at all. At that. the end of that book, they wave. Oh, okay. oh, Not well, in the movie. In I, the movie, they are dead. But well, in the, the, well, I remember yeah. the Johnny Depp one, they live. Yeah, in the like, Johnny Depp one, they live. It's cursed existences after that. Yes. Which is yeah. worse than probably than just death. No, at the at the end of the at the end of the book, um, they do have like a lot of. They show them at the end where like, I think I think Mike TV. No, it's like it's um. Somebody's like pulled like taffy, and I think it might it's be Mike, Mike TV. TV. Yeah. Mike TV gets pulled like taffy, so he's like long and gangly and stringy, and then like, yeah, they show them at the end, and they wave to Charlie, who's like going up in the great glass, uh, the great glass elevator. Okay, so they didn't do that because they'd have to look like cosmic horrors. Yes, yes, they, uh, it would be a lot of body horror for they children. They did do <laughs> a lot of that in the Johnny Depp movie, though. Then they showed it. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, it was yeah. really frightening. I didn't like it. I know. <laughs> I think mean, everything about that movie is frightening. Yeah. yeah. But not, yeah. not frightening, upsetting. Yeah. No, it just, it just, I'll, I'll say this, and you can cut it out. It just, it feels here like. Here comes a slur. Yeah, it, here comes a slur. It feels like the Charlie in the, in the Tim Burton version was molested. I just, that is the, that is the no, vibe No, we're keeping you that because that's the vibe I had. That is, yeah. right? And, you and like. have him look like that and then also have Johnny Depp look like Michael Jackson because you're well, setting too many tones. Well, isn't that part of performance yeah. too, Michael Jackson? Like he even said, Johnny Depp even said that, like, I'm going for like a Michael Jackson sort of thing. Yeah, yeah Before no. Finding Neverland, but also after everybody basically knew yeah, we, it yeah. happened. I remember when Michael Jackson died. Um, I my mom was sad and I was like he's doing the moonwalk in hell and she was like Georgia and I'm like he'd touch kids <laughs> <laughs> let's not forget it. it's that complicated thing of like separating the artist from the art and all that of like I, I've had a very weird specific discussion with Barbara where she does not like listening to his music because of that reason but then I really like his early jams and I'm like well this is probably before he touched kids so I feel like that's fine yeah and she's like, like no it doesn't when, work like that when way. he was a kid yeah yeah. I mean his music is good and like that is kind of undeniable but it's just it's hard it's I don't know yeah We'll figure it out. Yeah. One of these days. We, we'll have a but we, but we won't. We're, oh, like, yeah, we won't. As society, we're just going to be like, whoopsie-daisy, he's it, talented. It, it, every, everyone has to draw their own line. Yeah. And they also have to not try to force people to be like, yes. hey, you have to accept this. Yeah. Like, I love R. Kelly. You can't tell yeah. me to not I mean, listen to his music. Listen to his music. Just stop saying he should be out of jail. I mean, exactly. our, our sponsor and producer has been talking about the woke mind virus, yeah. so we gotta think about that. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I, I just think, I don't know, we all have our diff- little lines on the sand that we need to draw, and mm-hmm. just like, you know, if it's there's there certain things to make other people's problem for sure, but yeah. there's certain things that maybe you can keep to yourself and journal about. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I don't need to know if you own a copy of Mein Kampf. Yeah, yeah, I don't need to know that, or that you've read it really. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now show of hands. No, we don't need to do this. I've skimmed it. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't. It, I, I feel like have a copy re- of. A, I don't have a copy, but I think this is like a historical document. And just mm-hmm. like 
I'm. Some people will. Yeah, yeah. Do you then? Do you think we talked about Mind Kampf on uh, last uh, last time we did? I don't think I don't think it came up. I'm gonna say I didn't listen to the episode, and I'm gonna say I don't think it came up. We're in the game section early. (laughs) I do talk about Mind Kampf. I do also want to say the whole like when Donald Trump running, I said like, oh, he has a copy of Mind Kampf by his bed. By his bed. I don't buy that because I don't think Donald Trump reads shit. Oh, no, he, of he, he, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't know how to read. So if he does have, so I guess if he did have a copy by his bed, that'd be even worse. Oh yeah, because he's not reading it. Yeah. He just has it because like it's Hitler's book. <laughs> he exactly. just he just has it for clout. Oh, yeah. that's gross. That motherfucker held a Bible upside down. He yeah. doesn't know shit. No, yeah. no. Well, or maybe he's, or maybe he is Satan. Oh, did you see it. his uh, trading cards? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, really, it's, it's so today. fucking funny. $90 for one. Yeah. $99 for That's, one. Here's and the they're, thing. Not even, they're not even physical. It's all digital. No. Yeah. And here's the thing. Um, I'm not about like this AI art thing. I do think it is stealing from artists. I think if you want to steal that art and put it on AI, oh, yeah, do it. Oh, it. please. Oh, A Donald Trump up. AI art <laughs> lap it up. generator? You, you, you cannot make anything funnier than those fucking cards. <laughs> the best they part. They are so poorly Done. We do have so to talk bad. about this a little bit more because his insane rabbit fan base was going insane today before he announced it because they're like, okay, here comes the next insurrection. He's going to give us the message for what we have to do next. And I love that he's like, here's some trading cards. <laughs> <laughs> of like, the worst art you've ever fucking seen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like, it's him as like a superhero and I'm like, that is that man is a is a wet is a wet bag of meat. He's <laughs> a superhero slash Professional wrestler. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stolen like, imagery. Yeah. There's a bunch the of... The Bugs Bunny suit outfit. It's, I only it's, saw the one from the... Uh, not tweet, because it's on free yeah, social the or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It is very Who funny to me. Who also sponsor. Yeah. So <laughs> shout out to Truth Social. It is very funny to me that um, the right is so rabid. Like, the, the deep right is so rabid for anyone to, to just say... <laughs> a racist thing out loud you know, and like make them feel better about themselves mm. that they're like oh we'll buy that we'll buy $99 trading cards of this out of out of sh- clinically out of shape <laughs> man <laughs> and doing things that he has never will never do right <laughs> the, the the craziest thing to me is this is the clearest evidence that Trump is so legitimately jealous of the concept of dark brandon yeah yeah so fucking wild yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a big dumb dummy, and yeah. <laughs> um, and he was our president for four years, and that's and that is something that happened, and that is something that I um, that I that I wish that I could uh, <laughs> go back in time and undo, yeah. but unfortunately, if, if by the principles of time travel, it would have already happened. You know, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that could happen again. Cue and the nightmare continues music. That meme from like ten years ago. And and honestly, if if it does happen again, then I feel like it it will be this movie. You know, it will be this movie. I love (laughs) the idea that we're gonna have something really bizarre announced each year at the same time we do Godzilla Final Wars, like. Next year, Elon Musk will have died in a Tesla accident, or mm. Trump will have a new trading card. <laughs> speak it, speak it into existence, baby. I oh, would every love day that. praying. I would love that. Um, what? Okay. Oh, I'll, I probably shouldn't. Yeah, do it. Whatever. Do it. I'm gonna Pull do it. This. I work at a. I work at a law office. I work at a personal injury injury law office, and I have this one client who I will not name, um, for legal reasons. But he has called us like every single day. He's got he's un, he's under my skin. He's on my nerves, um, and he's he's he had he got he got his Tesla to- totaled. He had like a Tesla that he was driving driving Uber in. He was driving Uber in a Tesla. Tesla. 
He bought a $72,000 car and was driving Uber in it. And Uber's insurance won't cover it. You can only get, you can only get, or Tesla's insurance won't cover it because he was driving Uber. And, like, you can only get insurance for a Tesla through Tesla, which is oh a God. monopoly. I mean, monopoly. Yeah, that's, that's totally a conflict, conflict of interest. Yeah. Also, I know that, like, a lot of Uber drivers are being leased Teslas yeah. because they want people to think Teslas are way more popular than they actually are. I, and that might have been him, but and they're he, such a fucking nerdy-looking car. Yeah. yeah. But he wasn't leasing. He owned it. He owned this Tesla, and he's, like, he's... He was like, it's depreciated in value over two years, like $20,000. And I'm like, yeah, because Tesla, like, buying a $72,000 car when you're going to drive Uber in it is a dumb decision. Also, right a- any car is going to depreciate. Cars yeah. do not appreciate in value. Exactly, exactly. And then he and then he was, like, upset because he's like, the other insurance has to do their investigation. This this accident only happened a couple weeks, like a week and a half ago. And he's like, he's like, have they made a liability decision yet? And I'm like, they are investigating. I have no control over how quickly or, or how slowly that goes, my yeah. dude. And he, and then he was like, I well, I already rented another Tesla. Do you think no. they'll cover it? I'm what? Like, I'm like, no, they will not cover the Tesla that you rented. They co- insurances just a heads up, friends. Insurance generally only covers a rental of twenty five to thirty dollars a day. And then for only as long as their policy allows. So if you just rent a car and expect that they're going to cover it, you're fucking no, out of line. Insurance will not pay any amount that they can get away with not paying. Exactly. Okay. They're not going to pay for you to be in a Tesla. What are you talking about? <laughs> this man is just a series of bad decisions. And I'm like, man, get Elon's dick out of your mouth, my dude. Why also, do you need to be in a Tesla? Get a Corolla. It just feels like an Arrested <laughs> Development character when they do another reboot, I feel like it, of just somebody they'll meet. It just the, the specific type of guy that appeals to both Tesla and Elon is just such a weirdo that I feel like we gotta get a good documentary going about it. Oh him. yeah, we do. I would watch that. Let's the kind of guy who like it. thinks they're an alpha, but they're actually like a I don't know Delta. Yeah. 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 That's real sad. And also, it's really <laughs> funny to watch. Well, you know what else is really fun to watch? Get ready for this segue. Godzilla Final War. <laughs> it is. It's great. Honestly, I had a good time. I. We've. Again, we're not mentioning a lot of stuff. It starts out with the final battle, quote unquote, with Godzilla, right? And one of the Earth Defense Forces that what they call it. Yeah, movie? it's from the it's from the older movies. In their uh, flying uh, technodrome drill machines. Yeah, the the gun geo, geo, I think is what they called it. Yeah, and the drill dozer. The drill. Well, yeah. it's it's based off Mogera, which they had as a Mecha Mogera, and they redid for this movie because they're trying to do all the anniversary monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Gotengo is what it was called. But yeah, they freeze Godzilla underneath a bunch of ice like in the second movie. Godzilla rides again. Or is it raids again? Raids again. Raids again. Godzilla Rides Again sounds like a fun movie. And so that's cool. But then... uh, That's a big horse. Then they... I don't think they mention a time jump, but they do talk about, like, the kaijus, which they just call monsters in the English dub. They might have said that in the Japanese dub as well. I don't know. And then just a lot of, like, exposition about, like, the mutants... That were created. In order uh, to yes, fight. the humans that have the M gene. We all yeah. know. Yeah. And then they started the they M and M organization. They weren't. They weren't created. They had, they had evolved. Certain yeah. humans had evolved to have generic fighting powers. So yeah, they were. It, just, it, it was, was just evolution. It, was it wasn't yeah, something yeah. that they did in the they, lab. They they said it was evolution. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I think they did say Godzilla was working in the lab late one night. 
Yeah. Um, you know how the rest went after and that. His, and his eyes beheld a frightful yeah. sight. When his trousers fell right to the floor. <laughs> we gotta get Nick Weiger on the side. <laughs> yeah. He could do the monster fucking other podcast. You know, why not this one? It doesn't always have to be comedy bang bang. Yeah. Um, not, not to segue again, but I do highly recommend um, listening to the entire album of the Monster Mash because there is a, a track in there where, um, where uh, Dracula fucks his wife. And then it's one full track of the monster. What is that called? Um, it's not. It's not so literally funny. called Dracula yeah, fucks his wife. Is, is it called the Dracula smash? Ooh, is it called the Drax smash? Especially like it should have been. If it, I, I mean, think it came in the sixties by Bobby Pickett. If he just had yeah. that weird blue song title, of Dracula fucks. <laughs> <laughs> but it literally is like oh Dracula. It's a whole. It's a whole track. Is it the Transylvania Twist? Because you talked about no, that. the Transylvania. Honestly, the Transylvania Twist, and I will, I will, I will put this out here: the Transylvania Twist better than the Monster Mash. I should have gotten more. Um, should have should have gotten more clout. I think we should talk about our favorite Halloween songs on this episode too, for the end of the year wrap up. Ooh, where, Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. Yeah, I was going to say one. that too. We can share it. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. It might be Let's Fly Away. Oh damn! I was really. For a for a fraction of a second, I was I thought it was just gonna be called Let's Fuck. I'm I'm or, or flying away. I can't remember if it's uh, Let's Fly Away or Monster Motion, which would be oh, very that would, funny. that would be very funny. <laughs> Bobby Pickett was really concerned about Dracula fucking his wife, which is kind of beautiful. We love that for him. He's a wife guy, <laughs> the big wife monster guy. Yeah, but anyway. Um, they they were they were mutants that did evolve. <laughs> that was the thing that we were getting to. That they did evolve, um, and like they didn't really explain. They they here's the thing. They had like altogether too much exposition and not enough because I didn't. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like there's not a whole lot that I understand. This movie got way too many friggin' characters. Yeah, way too many characters. My my favorites I will say were the two guys that were killed pretty immediately by Drac by Godzilla by, when Dracula. by Dracula by Godzilla when he woke up. It yeah. was the two guys that are like apparently the guards of, of oh Dracula. yeah they were just they were just and they didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, they, they were just they wrong. they were just there to make sure that Godzilla doesn't wake up. They were just vibing. That yeah. one guy was like, "I'm here to vibe until the end of the world because we're all." I'm just here. I'm just death. here to be a sexy Hawaiian guy. Yeah. Hey, this yeah. this film, above all other Godzilla films, has like tangible proof that Godzilla is definitely homophobic. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, they've definitely. Also, they definitely were fucking each other, yeah, and I really, love them for them. The, the fucking. I I know this is early for a Moth RuPaul's Drag Race. No, we're but going into it. The like the fucking they they both wearing fun Hawaiian shirts. Yes. one guy's got a mesh top on. He's got a mesh top on. I, I love it. It's I I thought he had tape over his nipples, but those are just his nipples. Yeah, and I mean, they're in like the Antarctic. Yeah, I yeah. think the movie has a really good critique on the fragility of masculinity and perceived straightness. Because as we all know, Godzilla did have an affair with Gamera, and he doesn't like talking about it, but he's got to admit it, he's at least bisexual. Yeah. So. Where there's a scene when the Japanese main character gets Mike Hagar, 
in order to help them because they find out that the zillions are like taking over the world and the government. Oh, also, there are people. aliens that have come down to take yeah. over uh, yeah. humanity oh, yeah. oh, to yeah. harvest uh, their mitochondria. Oh, sorry, all of the monsters started attacking uh, the world, and then aliens came down to stop them. And then the aliens were like, "We came down to help you. We need to be peaceful together." But uh, it turns yeah. out. And are you asking? Is the leader's name X, and he looks like a sexy version of uh, you know, uh, I want to say Wesker from Resident Evil in a trench coat? Yeah, yeah. 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 the dusters in this movie incredible. Yeah. I, I, Huge duster budget, I, I which gonna, I think we actually did talk about with Jacob. I, I was going to say, it looked like he was in a very low-rent uh, Robert Smith cosplay. Mm-hmm. That's also true. I mean, any any type of, like, goth-adjacent action hero villain you're thinking of, that's it. Yeah. You got He's also it. super obnoxious, and a lot of it has to do with fun. the English dub, I think. It's not fun. It's, it's annoying. Fun. It's fun. I, <laughs> Luke, say it's fun. I need you to say this. <laughs> I, I was blinded by how hot he was, I'll be honest. I thought he was hot. Yeah. Also, um, a lot of a lot of hot ladies in here. Yeah. Doing yeah. doing do do science in leather pencil skirts, and we love that for them. A lot of hot ladies yeah. that when they changed outfits, uh, it was hard to tell which one was hard which. Hard to tell which yeah. one was because there was a reporter and the science lady, and they were sisters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they were sisters. They yeah. were sisters. Also, I, how did the science lady survive to the end? I'm very confused. Yeah. The whole city was destroyed, and she's just standing on rubble with her dog at the end. I'm like, what? The oh, that's so the other science lady. There's the oh, science lady, other science lady, sister with the dog. science lady. Okay, and then there was the reporter. Also was great. this was the was the reporter not the sister? No. Re- okay. No. Wait. Okay. So there and was they the, were roommates. There was <laughs> there was the reporter who interviewed the UN guy yeah. on TV, and then there was also main science sister who gets introduced at the beginning who's very racist. We're going to have to figure this out, because, but we do need to go back and talk about the UN scene, too, with the dog. Yeah. Uh, but then there's also sister who comes to her racist sister to tell her, hey, look, the, the, this guy isn't blinking. Yeah. Because that's was how they that determine. Was that not the reporter? I thought that was the reporter. I... Uh, email us at science lady that, that proved that, that the... Uh, UN chairman or whatever the hell he was. Yeah. yeah. Who, was, who was replaced by the Zillions. Mis- for, mis- for, for, Mr. Silversuit. Yeah, yeah Mr. proving Silver that Suit. his he couldn't recognize his own dog because she brought her own dog. Yeah, yeah. I swear, I swear when the like, woman walks in and he's like, oh, you want proof? Yeah, she, that, I could tell the difference between it. It was the other two Japanese girls who were the younger because she was just slightly older. Still, still, still keeping it tight. Still but slight, But slightly older than the others. And at the end, like, she had, like, a thing with Micah Gar, which I don't know yeah. if I, I ever said that. Married, that was, that was, no, they, are they actually, weren't married. Are they married in real life? No, I want to say they are now, though. <laughs> you know what? Podzuki Podcast, we're putting it out there. They're married. We're yeah. saying that. But they by, weren't married. By the end of the film, most of society doesn't exist anymore. I, you're not going to do much. You're not going to do much better than America's favorite mayor with a katana. Yeah, yeah. all the major cities are in complete rubble. Yeah. yeah. Every, everyone's in millions of... Billions of deaths, probably. Yeah, it, was, it was so fun watching him destroy Sydney. Yeah. yeah. And nothing against Australia. That was just fun destruction. That was just fun destruction. It was a good one. Um, New Guinea, I felt sad for. New Guinea, I felt sad for, once again, America, death to America, final yeah. final one. Um, finally, we can actually have real democracy after that's crumpled under the late stage capitalism. And by reality. real democracy, I mean, uh, that's a, <laughs> if, I, if I have giant katana, I own you now. Yeah. Which is democracy, in my opinion. <laughs> It's like, this is where you all find out Brandon doesn't know the difference between feudalism and democracy. Um, <laughs> I do love a sword-based caste system. Yeah. yeah. Which That's is what we used to have. Yeah. When, yeah, let's go back to the good old days. <laughs> the good old days. Uh, so what, I outweigh you, put on the wig? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
what was it gonna okay so we're going all over the place but I think these future episodes are all gonna be like this for Final Wars we need to go back to the UN console where they find out that the UN Secretary of State is now a alien and they reveal it because in an earlier exposition clip he talks about how much he loves his dog yeah. Which, like, if you know anything about, like, even even if you don't know anything about movies, I think you hear him talk about, like, oh, the hardest part about it is being away from Clint. I feel like if you got a caveman who just learned English, but has never <laughs> seen a movie, anything electronic and watch this, he'd be watching, like, oh, that dog's gonna play an important part in this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the dog yeah. doesn't even, you don't it's, even see the dog, just yeah. the information. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like Chekhov always said, if you bring up a dog in the first <laughs> act, it has to go off by the third and Wolf Wolf, is he a cutie? Chekhov, <laughs> Chekhov lent many props to this film. Chekhov's dog, Chekhov's katana, yeah. uh, Chekhov's drill ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Chekhov's <laughs> drill down. That's my favorite. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. Also, I will say, we're jumping all over the place, but there is, like, at the beginning, so... Okay, so there's there's they they lock they lock him up in this in the in the ice at the beginning. Right. There's a flashback. And then they they flash forward to fighting a undersea monster. Right. And then after that there's like a very homoerotic like fight. <laughs> um it's very homoerotic. I'm like, I don't know why it's a training fight yeah. going on in the beginning. Yeah, and I just love the part where the guy um he's just like, Why did you hold back? Like, bro, just make yeah. out. What's <laughs> happening? Well, it's not the one, like, they're making, like, um, the thing that sh- really should have been an anime. Yeah. yeah. They really should have oh. animated this entire movie. Yeah. Because, like, one thing, the fight scenes, they're shot like an episode of Buffy, which you'd a fight scene, a lot of yeah. cuts. Yeah. So oh. you can't see the full, so, like, it's cheaper that way. But, like, you know, Buffy and Angel, they were TV shows. They can get away with yeah. that. This is a... 1.5 billion yen movie or something. Yeah, let's say that. Yeah. And most of that went to explosions. That was all explosions. Their There's whole so bunch many good was explosions. <laughs> I mean, one thing I think is in this early stage of like CGI being introduced into a lot of Japanese cinema in the 2000s, you have an overuse of it and it doesn't look good and it does show up in this film a few times, but I'm glad it's like halfway through there's like, okay, no, practical effects, let's just put it all into explosions. Yeah. Which really paid off, I feel like. Yeah, no, the explosions were great. Yeah. Anytime there was an explosion, it was like, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Explode. Um, so, to get back to the plot, uh, <laughs> and talking about the dog. So, they figure out he's an alien. They show up with the French bulldog, um, which is supposed to be his dog, Clint. And they trick him into saying, oh, here, call your dog, Clint. He's your dog. And then he goes, here, come, come here, boy, here's Clint. And the reporter's like, no, that's actually my dog. And her name's Candy. <laughs> and I love that, like, it's treated as, like, a biblical text of, like, we've proved these are aliens. I think it's... Uh, maybe a symptom of the time we live in of like there would be debates for years over and over again from other sides of saying like actually she set him up and yeah. it's all conspiracy oh my favorite debate in the movie though was that round table discussion they had and that was the most <laughs> samurai pizza cats it felt because they were they were like you've long denied the existence of aliens and he's like look I'm still not sold that they're extraterrestrials yeah. no one's proven it to me and I'm like there just- is a spaceship, which they kept calling a UFO, and I'm like, it's not a UFO. It's not unidentified. It's a spaceship. I think we just need to keep the dream alive. That's an I. That's, that's an my IFO. favorite. <laughs> and they were like, I think the lady is right. <laughs> but, like, but, oh, but to get back to name? to get back to the dog scene, it's pretty much moot because immediately after that, Mike Agar and the other folks they break in and shoot 
the UN president or whatever the fuck he's, he's I some don't kind know. of type. Mr. Suit Mr. Man. Yeah, Mr. Silversuit. Yeah, Mr. Silversuit. I don't know space laws or how the UN would work, but I'm pretty sure just because he lied to, to you about his identity, I mean, you get to shoot and kill him immediately. <laughs> yeah, it's still there would have been like high security. And I'm like, yeah. For one thing, they always changed it like it was like Space United Nations. They'd already made up the sign and everything. Yeah. It was, oh, yeah. it was the, the, spa- the Space Nations. I, I yeah. wanted to bring that up. Like in the in the world of this movie, the graphic design teams are working nonstop. They get them out right away. Yeah. If you if you remember when the uh, when the aliens full, first bring those people in, there's a fully computer generated simulation of the Earth getting destroyed. Yeah. yeah, and it's like they had to put that together. Yeah. yeah. No, but I think that was the aliens. The aliens were like, this is the Earth being destroyed. Yeah, no, the aliens put that together. Yeah, I'm saying aliens, their graphic design they're, people were working around yeah, the clock. Yeah, their graphic design people are pretty... I mean, they're more advanced than we are. Let's, yeah. let's be honest. And they said that. And they said, and they, and they were like, you don't... You know, they didn't say resistance is futile. They yes. said... The guy said, um, don't even think about resisting, resisting or something yes. like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was like, basically, basically resistance is futile and not so many words. He's like, we're more advanced than you are. Yeah, and then he's like, you you all get to be cattle. We're just going to harvest he your He says that over and over yeah, and over again. Yeah, he calls us cows over yeah. and over. Which makes me think he, he has a big old cow fetish. Yeah, like, he loves just, cows. Yeah, he's looking for a cow. That man loves cows. <laughs> just just yeah. an alien looking for a cow. That's yeah, all I'm we, talking we about. Yeah, we had a guy come to the mic who uh, uh, was... Uh, not good. It was his first mic, and he was he heckled a lady, and I got mad, and um, and I uh, told him like, "You don't have to go up, sir." And then Julie was like, "No, let him." So he went up, and then he did the whole set about how he doesn't want to fuck cats, but aren't lions sexy? And that's what I felt like this man was doing with cows. He was... <laughs> the same energy, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely same energy, where I was like, sir, you want to fuck cows, yeah. and you want to fuck lions. It, it, absolutely that energy of, like, it'd be weird to fuck a dog, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I love the I love the energy of, like, I'm, I'd be embarrassed to be a furry, but if, if I could just make this illegal. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's it's such a beautiful film. Uh, they go through all that. They basically set it up to be like, hey, listen, we're the aliens, and we actually have been controlling all the monsters, so now we're going to use it to destroy all of humanity. We only need a few of you, so we're going to kill everybody else. You're just going to breed like crazy. We're going to take your mitochondria. Everybody gets to be happy. Yeah, the powerhouse of the cell is what right. we needed. Yeah. <laughs> listen, this is a, such a weird thing to bring up. Very specific time in Japanese cinema and media. They had an obsession with the mitochondria. Oh yeah, for some the, the the book that Parasite Eve was based right. on, the mitochondria was what mutated people. Yeah, that's what I was gonna talk about. The game series of Parasite yeah. Eve is all about the mitochondria. But we all know that it's the powerhouse it's of the, the cells. Power so, cells. So it's the powerhouse of the universe. Which they also said in Parasite Eve like a million times. So I'm thinking this dude really loved like a video game Parasite Eve. Yeah, probably. Like, or say, just they they made a, some fairly popular movies in the late 90s yeah. based on those books as well. Well, also, I should say the director, which is Ryu uh, Kitamane, uh, he's like a semi-famous director in Japan. And his first big film was like uh, called Versus in 2000. Oh, and, I was going to bring that up because that movie also looks like shit. It is. <laughs> that movie is also as insane as this film. Like it is, It literally feels like that movie ends and this movie begins. If you, yeah. uh, it, it involves... A hired assassin who has to kill another assassin. They get into a fight in a forest, and the hired assassin, who's the villain of the film, gets possessed by a demon, and he kills him at the end with a giant bazooka. So Ooh. it really does feel like the same film. I love that. I love that. There's also sorry spoilers. Yeah. Also, I will say there was like so in the middle of like the big monster battles when the yeah. monsters before the aliens announced that they're aliens. 
when the monsters are all coming down, there's like all alien, like all these monsters are destroying cities. And then there's this little alien that comes out of the woods and like this old guy is just like, I'm going to shoot, I'm going to oh, shoot this. That's, that's, that's not an alien. That's, yeah, that's, that's Godzilla's son. Yeah. Okay, it was was not clear. I assume that that's what that was. Yeah, well, but, it it does it does look like a very unfortunate man. Yeah. It does look like a very unfortunate man. But it but it's like a little like it it just felt it was a weird thing to add in the middle of this like big monster fight. It felt I like when I was first watching because I was making again I was making a lasagna the first time I was watching this movie. So <laughs> I Garfield. Yeah. So yeah, pulling Garfield. He doesn't um, make lasagna. He eats it, dipshit. <laughs> okay. Sorry. But I also did that. But I also okay, afterwards okay. So you I did, did pull eat a, it. Sorry, I did, Garfield. I did pull a Garfield. Prepping and I do Garfield. also hate so, Mondays. No, but I'm sorry. You were pulling a John, then pulling a Garfield. Yeah, I was pulling a John. I was. I listen. I contain multitudes. <laughs> <laughs> and it just felt like because I was I was making the lasagna at the time. Like it just felt like I was like, oh, this must be like a cut to a kid show that somebody's watching. <laughs> Eat like in the in the cut of the movie, like oh, it's like, and then they're gonna get destroyed by a monster. You know what I mean? But that's not. It was a thing. It was part of the plot. <laughs> Within the pantheon of uh, Godzilla films, it's it's a very popular, repeated thing. Godzilla's a, a, well, Godzilla in a lot of films is is friend to people and friend to children. Who who's the who's the turtle guy? Who's the real friend to children? Gamera. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so they, in order to honor Godzilla's legacy, they obviously need to get Godzuki in there, who's called Mila, and then they need to get one child. One child. Yeah. Only one child. But that yeah. scene you're talking about specifically is so funny because the grandpa does have like a rifle pulled on him, and the kid's like, "No, don't. He's a friend." And I just wanted it so bad for Godzuki to pull a gun on him and be like, "What now, motherfucker?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be oh, funny. Oh fuck! If they if they did an exact parallel of, of the, the road of, of, of the of the of the fucking pimp and the cop scene, that would have been so funny. Yeah, that would have been that would have been very. This funny. movie would be Criteria Collection, and we'd be talking about it to this day in film circles around the world. That so. would have been very funny. But yeah, no. Then there's this like little goofy guy that's just like <laughs> just a goofy guy, just yeah. a goofy guy that's part of the plot. It's like yep. these this goofy guy, a grandpa. And a little boy, and they're and they're just Mila, and they're just running yeah, around. Yeah, they really didn't need to put the son of Godzilla in there, but like they really wanted to like this to be like a greatest hits of yeah. Godzilla yeah. style. That's why yeah. all the monsters are in it. Yeah, so Even if but, sort of, a lot of them are just in there for like ten seconds. Yeah. Okay, here's 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 my question, and maybe this is answered by other movies. Godzilla's a man. Yeah, I would assume um, he's a reptile. Sometimes they it's, they're, they're, it's, it's, it's debatable. It, it, it is ambiguous because there okay. are times where Godzilla's referred to as male, times where Godzilla's referred to as female, and then times where Godzilla's just referred to as asexual. Uh, okay, yeah, no. Godzilla is, time, is our gender no. fluid queen. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Godzilla is our gender fluid queen, and I love her. Yes. I love them. They're Slay. amazing. Slay. <laughs> Every day, <laughs> destroy all monsters. Godzilla, Godzilla is going to be part of the Fab Five in the next iteration, and I love that for I love that for them. Yeah. Um, okay, but my question is: they're trapped in ice, mm -hmm. and the, the, they have, where where how, where was the was it in an egg? Was what? the sun in an egg? Oh, that is like they, it seems like they were stuck in ice for like twenty years. How did Minya yeah. get to yeah? Friggin' where did the Mount baby Fuji? come from? Was it in an egg and it hatched? Well, so if you take the two parts of Godzilla's name, there's God and there's Zilla. I mean, that's just Zilla meeting God. Oh, yeah, Immaculate right, Conception. Right. Yes. Immaculate Conception. Here's what I think happened. Okay. <laughs> Here's my fan theory. I think that there was, that uh, before, before Godzilla got trapped in the ice, uh, they laid an egg. Because it's a reptile, so they have to lay eggs, right? Right. They laid an egg. 
Um, and that egg was just rocking around while while Zilly was tree. Zilly was in the ice, <laughs> rocking around the Christmas tree, and it like and it hatched somehow. Yeah, you know, oh, one, one of the monsters maybe jiggled. Yeah, one of the one of the monsters spermed it, <laughs> and the baby hatched. You know, it really would have been like an easy like uh, a ten second scene. Oh yeah, they could have shown monster sperm. Yeah, yeah no, they could they could have just they could have shown King Ghidorah just coming on it and then yeah. flying away. Yeah. Ooh, can we talk? Can we all real quick just talk about which one of our which one of the big monsters other than Godzilla is our favorite? I've always been a fan of Angoras because he was the original after Godzilla mm. and Godzilla raids again. Yeah. yeah, but I always got to go with King Ghidorah. Although I don't like the way they did King Ghidorah in this movie because they mm. didn't. He didn't need two forms. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Monster right. X is kind of cool though. For yeah. for this movie, I gotta go Gigan. Yeah, Gigan's my favorite. That's also well, Mech. Okay, he's not really in it, but Mechagodzilla is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they had too much going on. They're cooking with too many beats, so I get that. I like the fluffy guy with the floppy ears. I don't know King what it is. King Caesar. Yeah. yeah, I loved him. Director's favorite uh, monster. That so. was that's that's my favorite guy. I yeah. loved him. He's I, pretty cute. I, I loved how Godzilla threw the spider into the horizon. Uh, like, yeah, it's like a, fucking uh, Team Rocket. Yeah. Well, I'd forgotten yeah. about that, that like, Godzilla's so overpowered <laughs> in this because he basically, like, they basically they, yeah. eradicate all of the other kaijus like they're friggin' nothing. Well, yeah. yeah, also I love that uh, specifically Godzilla kills the American Godzilla, too. Do they explain yeah. why there are two Gigans? Because the first monster Godzilla faces against is Gigan, and they just blow their head off. Yeah, that but then was they have another a... guy again. I, I was so the, disappointed with that first. The Xillions like soup him up for another fight, basically, yeah. and I think it's supposed to be. He like does the, have the second set yeah. of uh, the, the, the chainsaw, chainsaw yeah. instead of the hook arms. I think they want to do that because they don't like have a true Mecha Godzilla. So like, well, we got to mechanize one of these guys. But they they included so much information. You can't have a ten second scene yeah. to establish that. Like, cut some of this other crap you don't need out of there. No, no I need yeah. the 10-minute scene of Clint the dog who's actually yeah. came Cut the, the scene of the mutants fighting Ibera yeah. out. Which, like, that's another but scene that... if you don't have that scene, you don't have him saying, actually, sorry, I'm a vegetarian. I was just gonna say that, because <laughs> I, I thought a way better line would be like, sorry, I'm allergic to shellfish. Yeah. yeah. That would have been better. Oh, uh, not sorry, I'm Jewish. I, I thought that too, but I still think allergic to shellfish is better. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought it would have been better if he's like, hey... Were you pissing or is it your fried chicken in there? Yeah. That was loud. I also want to bring up, like, I don't know if it's because, like, there probably aren't a lot of Jewish people in Japan or, like, they, they, their race is so, is so homogenous yeah. that they don't have as much of a problem with Nazi imagery. Yeah, their outfits are a little too Nazi. They have the red armband that has no logo on it. Yeah. Like, it's just there because the Nazis had it. Yeah. I mean, that seems... I mean... N- that seems a little weird, considering that Japan was on uh, part of the axis. Was part of the axis, you know? Like it's, yeah. that seems that seems like maybe maybe guys get a little further away from that. We we bomb them. We're not allowed to criticize them about certain things. Sure, for sure, for sure. But also, it just seems like guys. Maybe maybe there's a I'm not, I'm not here to criticize. Listen, I love you. Yeah. Uh, look, I love look, you. This is coming from a place of it's love. It's the same conversation we had to have with Bowie in the late 2000s. Uh, look, look up Nan King, and then yeah, or don't. It's pretty. Did they do some kind of verb to that place? <laughs> yeah. No, we don't need to go down this yet. It's bad. Um, and they still deny a lot of their war crimes, so that's also not good. But also, hey, just like any late-stage capitalism place, they've got a lot of issues going on. Yeah. Yeah. But they do have a great fluffy little guy, and I love him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shout to Manila. The name, I mean, the reason this podcast has the name Podzuki, because originally it's called Godzuki, 
in the original dubs. So. I still maintain he wasn't Godzilla's son. He was like a clone made in the lab. Because that's from, it's from the Hanna-Barbera Godzilla cartoon from the 80s, probably. Like, it yeah, looks it like the 70s, 80s. but probably more so the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Which they used to play on Cartoon Network all the time. It's real cool. Like, Godzilla, da-da-da-da, Godzilla, da-da-da-da, Godzilla, and Godzuki. Can we talk about what a uh, letdown Mothra was? Yeah, that was yeah. real, you know. They, like, built it up at the beginning, and I'm like, what the hell? Mothra usually brings it, and, I mean, we talked about it already. The Peanuts are usually far more entertaining. The the twins are, uh, in the earlier films, a pop duo who are named the The Peanuts. Peanuts. Which, delightful. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, no, Mothra's, uh, unfortunately, very disappointing. Well, they needed to do what they usually do with Mothra, bring her in earlier in the movie, have her die... Then have her children come out yes. in the gross yeah. moth larva yeah. stage, yeah. Yeah. See, but then become the new moth. Right? I, I'm assuming they didn't want to put the money towards a to, towards a pupa puppet because they just wanted to spend it on more explosions. And it was also yeah. the movie was yeah, already is already over two hours long. That movie you got so many monsters. More explosions. <laughs> yes, yeah, and also pupa puppet. And they are like gross looking. Yeah. They, like I I think it's just I don't know just Japan like. Because I think, like, I grew up in the country, so those giant moths are terrifying to me. I used mm-hmm. to be, like, if I was up late at night, they would, like, rub up against the window for my bathroom and just be, like, the size of, like, a softball yeah. and just be completely horrifying looking. But in Japan, they're, like, cute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Typical. Yeah, I did, I, Mothra's design was cute, but I was like, oh, he's just a giant moth. Yeah. She's just she. a giant, she's, sorry, she's yeah. just a giant moth. Oh, she is definitely yeah. always female. Yeah. yeah. Thank, what a, thank what you. A I, I need to know. I need to get, be correct on all the pronouns of the giant monster. Which is, uh, like, I guess, Liz, very but, a good credence to Godzilla being male anytime. Like more so with like the newer like American movies. Yeah, they did like the king and queen thing in one of the newer. And, Godzilla and insinuated movies. a few times. This is not even a joke for the podcast that they did fuck. Yeah, like it was really weird. They like said that in both of the movies. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. We can't blame Mothra because Godzilla's a sexy, yeah. sexy beast. Yeah. I mean, God, you you talk about people who are fucking deltas feel like they're following alphas. Godzilla's the alpha of alphas. It's true. Yeah. Someone's saying the king of monsters, and also oh, yeah. the king of queens. Yeah, <laughs> Godzilla. Who was the last? Was I thought that what was the last? Monster he was. So there's a specially made just for this movie called Monster X where they basically like they wanted to do like a new version of King Ghidorah. Like fused. before they had the outfit change because he yeah. King Ghidorah was called Monster X in the first movie they ever appeared in. Right, but technically he's always been King Ghidorah. And this one Monster X is a different monster. So okay. it, it looks like a Power Rangers villain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. is fun, but not for a Godzilla film. I feel like you got to keep that to the Tokusatsu side. I just don't understand like it looks kind of like a person with like shoulder pads, then it turns into King Ghidorah, yeah. and that's not really like the evolution doesn't really make sense. No, it didn't make sense. I was very confused. I was like, if he could do this the whole time, why wouldn't he have done this earlier? I, I think it was worth it entirely for the one scene where we see the main character fighting uh, the main bad guy in the ship, and then you can see on a screen behind him, yeah. you can see Godzilla fighting uh, Monster X, yeah. and they're both just, just fucking wailing. Wailing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when... when seeing, God, seeing Godzilla punch someone, like, repeatedly, is so funny. Yeah, that when our Japanese main character realizes his god powers kaiser oh yeah they call it yeah <laughs> which is oh, weird because yeah. yeah he like the villain god, he says like oh we're actually brothers because like the mutants on earth 
have the same like I guess they got DNA from got from uh, Guy Gan. Right, they did the research. Years ago. They found that the DNA was one hundred percent that bitch. Yeah. Which also makes them part alien. Right. But then he unlocks and he wasn't able to because X was able to control all the mutants because they have the same sort of DNA that the aliens do. Yeah. But he wasn't able to control our Japanese hero because his powers weren't unlocked yet. You never they're they're like the, the ill-defined super Japanese powers like from friggin' uh, Kung Fu Hustle. Like only like a Kung Fu genius right. would be able to do this. A Kung Fu natural. Yeah. Also, I love in that last battle scene. There's at one point, um, what's his name, Omashu, yeah. the main the main guy. Oh, Sh- Shinichi. Yeah. Um, he he uh, he was like bleeding, like it looked like he had internal, you know, like he was bleeding internally. Like yeah. he was if you gushing watch blood. anime. That's like a very yeah. Like yeah. Anime. But he that's... was like he was like gushing blood from his mouth, and then like two scenes later, totally clean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice the that. The blood but... is supposed to be inside. It's fine. <laughs> Keep it on the inside. That's what I said. Yeah. But it was just very funny because I was like, two, like two scenes ago, you were like, ble- your mouth was bleeding so badly, and now like you're. And yeah, you he was totally like losing jet- that fight. Yeah. Nothing happens really, other than like he says, like, "Oh, my choices are what defines me," yeah. and starts glowing, and then he's a total badass. Yeah, and, and the blood the, is the clean. The dude can't even touch him. Does yeah. the magic clean the blood? I would I love that. He he pressed a digitation to himself. <laughs> I think I think they just they just didn't have a continuity person no. on this no. movie. Uh, but I do love the, the him like spitting blood. That's like I think anybody from our generation has ever made like a film with any kind of fighting. Like little oh, yeah. blood capsule, but like yeah. <laughs> that's an easy like bit of yeah. like special effects you can do. Oh, yeah. Don't I even have that. to think about it. I definitely did that when I was in college. I was in a um, in a student film uh, out in the suburbs. Ooh, I like uh, where I played, I was a woman getting killed by a zombie, and it was in his. Um, in his grandmother's place and his grandmother didn't know we were doing this and we uh, did a blood capsule and got all over her carpet oh. <laughs> no poor grandma Wait, what was the color of the carpet white <laughs> and then that man texted me non-stop through Christmas vacation this um, Christmas vacation? No, no. no. <laughs> this was when it, this was when I was nineteen, oh, yeah. and I just ignored him because he was being a creep. And uh, and then he was like, "Why are you Why are you not responding to me?" And I was like, "I dropped my phone in the toilet." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. But also, I just love that like no matter what day and age we are, there's the guy who just cannot figure it out of like. I've texted this woman a hundred times. Surely something must be going on with yeah. her. And it is not me in any way or form. Yeah, and for a little while I was like answering, just being friendly, and then a while and after a while I was like, I do not have time. Yeah. I'm so sorry, but I do not want to end up murdered because that's the yeah. vibes you're giving us. Exactly, up. exactly. Do not wear my skin, please. Yeah. Um, I've had my past doing that, but I was at least sixteen at the time. Yeah, that's well it's fine. It's it's important to have learning experiences yeah. and grow from them. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've poke evolved since. Then. Yeah, <laughs> as a person. Yeah. Um, I, I like to think of it more as digi evolution because there's always a possibility you can end end up as a men's rights activist mon. Yeah, that's true. You were a Digimon kid for sure, weren't you? I, you I, had that I, stink. Yeah. <laughs> I I like Digimon and Pokemon. I like Pokemon better, but I I I did like Digimon. Well, playing both sides. Too. I yeah. was I had the original Digimon when they were like, oh, Tamagotchi, but you could battle with them. Oh, yeah, I, I had, had one of those. And then I remember the show came out, and I didn't watch it until some point in middle school, because my mother, I was in middle school, my mother 
taught at the library at the elementary school across the street. So I'd go there after school, and she would oftentimes have stuff to do before she could drive us home. So I was just watching the TV in the office they had there. And Digimon was on. Digimon and Beast Wars was on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I would watch Digimon and Beast Wars, and I got really into both of them. Hell yeah. Beast Wars was really good. That's yeah. Digimon like, actually, I mean, that's the thing is I feel like video game-wise, Pokemon's always been the superior breed, but Digimon was a better anime. Sure. It had more, like, character yeah. know, stuff. They, they whereas, was, like, Pokemon was about, like, the battles of Pokemon. I've talked about this before. Pokemon's basically Scooby-Doo for the anime series. Yeah. yeah. Literally, it's like... Instead of you having the Monster of the Week, it's the Team Rocket's doing something silly, and they have to figure out it's Team Rocket. Yeah. And they say Team Rocket's blasting off again, instead of them saying, oh, you meddling kids. Yeah. <laughs> Characters in Digimon age. Yeah. Ash in Pokemon, he's been grinding for 20 years. He's finally, like, the world champion. But yeah. it took him 20 fucking years. Yeah. Still 10 yeah. years old. And he's still yep. 10. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they should really look into that. There's some, there's some yeah, something, something wrong with scientific that. discoveries they could make in that Pokemon oh, universe. Oh, Delia Ketchum smoked when she had him. I, I know we've <laughs> totally talked about his mom fucking that Mr. Mime. Oh, 100%. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Ash Listen, is Mr. That's dad. Ash is Mr. Mime's kid. It all makes sense. Why is he not aging? Because he's half Mr. He's Mime. He's half Mr. Mime. <laughs> In fact, did we did we do Detective Pikachu? No. We should have. I, I just remember thinking that when they show that the dittos can become humans, like that's got some unfortunate implications. Yeah, that for, does have some unfortunate Which they might, they might traverse in the future. <laughs> yes. next, I'm hoping. They would it's, have it's, if they cast Danny DeVito like they should have. It's yeah. already been traversed in the porn, for sure. But now oh, I yeah. can't stop imagining that Ash is like a daywalker, where he gets all the powers of Mr. Mime and humanity, but none of their weaknesses. Where are Mr. Mime's powers even? Is he psychic? He's psychic. He's, psychic. he's, he's a psychic. good type. He, he, his, his gag a lot of the time is just setting up invisible barriers. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, uh, I've been playing through Pokemon Shield recently. Fucking sucks. Yeah, it's a Very good visual joke they do in it, though, is they set up an invisible wall by just having Mr. Mime stand there and do a thing. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. I haven't played Poke any new Pokemon in, since probably Pokemon Yellow, but I do love from like Pokemon Sword and Shield the main villains. They have like their hair look like a sword. Oh, yeah. a shield. oh those, boy! I I I can't tell you how fucking stupid those people are. They're not even the main villains. They get introduced in the post game, and they're yeah. just fucking whiny rich people. Oh okay, well that's yeah, not we have enough of that in the real world. Yeah. 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 Sorry, his hair sorry, looks like Elon. swords and shield. <laughs> they usually do have fucked up haircuts. Their, their hair looks like a sword and a shield. I was very disappointed they didn't actually put out Pokemon Gun because they could have called the third guy Gunther. Oh, that would have been good. And it was the dude from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just serves coffee. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's up with these guys. I'm in love with Misty. I don't know what's up with... I think their names are Swordbert and Shieldbert. Yeah, I think it is that bad. It's, they're so fucking... Sick. No more Pokemon. Where the fuck were we in the movie? <laughs> uh, Pretty. We were... Oh, we were... We were talking... I don't remember, but I do want to discuss one of my favorite... Another one of my favorite parts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, um, what's-his-face, the American guy was fighting the two ladies who were aliens yeah. and oh, also yeah. cyborgs, I guess. And, um, as one does. Yeah, as one does. And then the one lady goes, you, like, she's, he's about to, like, punch her. And she's like, you wouldn't hit a woman, would you? And he just opens his fist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> or how about when the love interest girl is fighting one of those girls and 
the evil girl has a sword. She could just slice the girl's oh, head off, but yeah. they have a little slap fight instead. They have a little what? slap fight. She's not stabbing her. I'm like, what? this woman could, she's not a fighter. She She's a scientist. Yeah. She should not be able to hold her own at all. No. That sword is getting carried around like it just got bought uh, in a fucking anime. Also, yeah. like, it's not getting used for anything. Luke, and it did. You feel it like did. an idiot, but you know what? She studied the blade. So she was ready. <laughs> well, and the other funny thing too is like that. Then old, old bro has the sword, yeah. and he goes to fight the ladies, and he's like, "But with hands." Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, it was it was wall. wasn't it like a, a dude and a girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just no, a dude looked ladies. very feminine. Did they? No, there wasn't. I thought ladies. it was two ladies. It was, it was a it was a it was a dude. Because yeah, they have the guns on him. Then he like puts his sword yeah. into yeah. the pillar, and he's like, "Yeah, and yeah. He puts his dukes up." <laughs> And then they're like, okay, yeah, American honor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We are part of the space nation. But I did want to bring up another thing that sucks about this movie. When they're having like the final confrontation well, inside the spaceship. In, this movie. in the spaceship. In like the control room for the spaceship. They're squaring off against each other. They're like, fucking pillar in the middle of the goddamn room so you can't really balance the shot it's properly. A, it's a weight bearer. They can't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah. It's just it drove me crazy because like it's definitely supposed to be like you've got an equal number of people on each side but you keep having to work around this freaking pillar. Yeah. yeah. The pillar was pivotal to the yeah. To the movie. There, there must have been like a fun bet the director made when someone's like I bet I could do this. Yeah. And then he couldn't. <laughs> I'm yeah. just more, more, more likely just miscommunication between the set designer and uh, the director. That, that sounds far more likely. Yeah, <laughs> I feel the same there, too. I've, we could sum the movie pretty easily, which is we get to the final battle of Godzilla versus Monster X, which turns out to be King Ghidorah, but like it's like Dark Ghidorah. Um, he wins because he's Godzilla. Simple yeah. as that. Let's just, we, we don't need to get too complicated. Godzilla yeah. always wins. Yeah. How, do, how do you all feel about the ending of this film? Uh, and the implications? Oh, oh, wait, but, sorry, before we get to the end, I... I did very much appreciate uh, Godzilla's accidental assist. Godzilla yeah. doesn't, like, on purpose, help the humans at all. Godzilla still thinks that they are in that fight that they were frozen in, like, 20 years ago. Yeah. So they are kicking these monsters' asses. The only reason Godzilla helps the humans is because while they're fighting Monster X, Monster X, like, punches him while he's trying to do the atomic breath, and it ends up hitting the spaceship. Yeah. Which leaves an opening for... Uh, uh, our, our lovely American uh, Mayor Hagar yeah. to yell at everyone to like do the thing and yeah. then they do it. Yeah. They do the thing. They do do the thing. Yeah. Um, Sorry, we were at the end of it now. Yeah, yeah the end where uh, where Godzilla and his son are walking into the sun yeah. and then he does his little like <laughs> Yeah. He's working on it. Yeah, and he and they, but like, but he, but the grandpa's like, it's time to, before that. The grandpa's like, it's time to let go of your anger, and he's like, okay. Yeah, talking <laughs> to Godzilla. Yeah, it's 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 so fucking funny to me that two of the only people left on Earth were this one grandpa and one child who just happened to be out in apparently this part of the Japanese country that didn't get fucked up. I think there's still a lot of people left on Earth, just a lot of dead people yeah. too, in all the cities because yeah. you didn't go to like the countryside. Do yeah. fight well, what a grim future, because that means the world's going to be like repopulated by like the suburbs of America. <laughs> Dear oh, God, oh, then it oh. will be the cornfields voting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. What a grim ending now I think about it. Um, yeah, so I think we should get to the rating, um, and then we'll get to our stupid game section. Um, now, I think last year I got to listen to the episode, I gave it probably like five out of five Baby Godzillas. Um, I think the only thing thing rewatching the film, now that I have like a few more critiques... I put it under a better microscope and I can look at this more artfully. 
I'm going to go six out of five baby Godzillas. It only gets better with each viewing. I have a theory if we do this for a few years, it's going to be up to the tens eventually. I, Brandon, I want to match your enthusiasm uh, exactly. Uh, <laughs> except I want to go for six uh, mitochondria because they are the powerhouse of the cell. They are the yeah, powerhouse yeah, of the cell. Um, and like this, this is the powerhouse of uh, kind of terrible Godzilla movies. It's... I. Luke, I'm so sorry you didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed yeah. this movie so yeah, much. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. I mean, if you find any enjoyment in anything, I'll give it a one and a half out of five because I don't. I want to give it lower, but I also don't want to be a dick because <laughs> I just, I, just, I just don't like anything about this movie really, and I'll I'll keep watching it, but maybe I'll enjoy it more next time. It just oh, no, you... even for the Godzilla stuff, I don't really like it that much. It feels more like if this hadn't been an official Godzilla movie this is just something made by the fans mm. then yeah I'd give it, it a way higher rating it but does like feel a like lot a really high budget fan film it does. Yeah, and a lot of stuff that like I think is tongue in cheek could have been a bit more tongue in cheek yeah. cause like yeah I've seen Versus it has like a comedy edge to it as well and I think that's what's going for it's just not obvious enough and that could be lost in translation but you know, it's like this I had to take so many breaks while watching this movie yeah I like to imagine you watching it at home and you just pause it and you just like put both your hands on your forehead and you're just like... That's kind of exactly what I did. (laughs) Well, good news. It's coming back next year. I think we got a Missy Elliott down here now. Come here. Missy Elliott is Brandon's cat. Missy Elliott. For listeners listeners who don't know. No, I saw a cat and she was like, ooh, people. (laughs) Hey, this is where I shit. What are you doing down here? Um, Um, I'm going to give it... I don't know if I can read it, but uh, I'm going to give it a... Uh, I'm gonna give it a three out of out of five Godzillas for um, overall movie. Um, and then, and then, movie. Yeah, for as as a movie bad, uh, <laughs> as a movie not great. Um, but as as a as a monster fight, I'm gonna give it five out of five. Yeah, out of five out of five for monster fights because pretty cool. The first one kind of sucks because he just blows Gaiga's head off. Yeah. yeah. And it's like really, I was so disappointed. I was like, this is the this is what we're gonna get. And then as soon as it got into like he's fighting all the different monsters, like the giant Spooderman. Like, yeah. yeah. I was he just like, throws him into the sun. Yeah, just throws him into the sun. I loved it. I was just like, yes, this is this is what I am here for personally. Is um is like Pacific Rim style monster yeah. fights. And I know that Pacific Rim is based on Godzilla. Godzilla, yeah. but I have not watched a whole lot of Godzilla movies, so my reference yeah. is, we, we can recommend like three good ones. Okay, yeah, please. Out of the 30 I think films now. So Have you seen all of them, Kirkman? I've seen all of them. Have you films. seen all of them? I've seen I must have seen most of them by now, just for doing the podcast. Yeah, yeah, we still have like a good ten, I think, left here before we get through all of them. Have you seen? Have you seen all? Pretty close. I mean, I've probably seen at least as many as Martin has. What's your number one Godzilla? Oh, Shin Godzilla. Oh, yeah, that one too. Yeah, Uh, but of the originals, Destroy All Monsters. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine would be Terror of Mecha Godzilla though. Well, yeah, you love Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, because I love Mecha. Mecha Godzilla is my favorite kaiju design. But my favorite Godzilla movie, yeah, it's it's gotta be Shin Godzilla. Well, no, actually, it's either Shin Godzilla or it's tied with Godzilla versus Biollante. Oh um, yeah, which is another really bizarre one, but it's uh, and Godzilla versus King Ghidorah because that one has Mecha Ghidorah. Yeah, it's also pretty fun. Oh, and the Smog Monster. Godzilla versus Smog Monster. That's another good one. That oh, that's a really good one too. Listen, we love Godzilla films. That here. that one has a, like psychedelic dance numbers. It's, it's pretty fucking tight. My favorite thing is, like, it's treated kind of like a dream scene, but it's not. But there's one point where Hedorah flies over a dance club, but they're all dancing, and they all just turn into skeletons that are still dancing. Oh, oh, okay. So this is this is, <laughs> this is from this other movie, but it's the best fucking scene in the movie. 
there's a guy, uh, because this, this thing's just, just flying around. He's working on a building. He gets knocked off the building. Before he hits the ground, he is turned into a skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. I love that. I love that for uh, that guy. That's, to, that's how I would want to go. Yeah. Shout out <laughs> to Dane, Dane Arden. We did that episode with where we were like cheering for that part when it happened. Like, we watched it together and we were like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good time. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, we should get to the stupid game section because we kind of got gone long. I, of course, I'm just going to do who the fuck is Ron Canada. As you know, Ron Canada, working actor, over 200 roles. Um, Wait, is, are, we, are we doing? Or are we still doing our uh, our favorite things of the? I was gonna do that for our recommendations. Oh, when we I'm get sorry. There for the year wrap up, so you fucked it all up. And we're gonna re-record this whole episode. Zwick, now. please edit this part out. Yeah, thank you, Zwick. Um, <laughs> uh, that'd be funny if you can't do the episode. So I'm editing. Uh, I just like do as a compression, like you got it. Um, <laughs> which maybe I don't know. It could happen. Um, anyways, for the stupid game section, Ron Canada. Quit playing stupid games. Working actor over 200 roles, as we like to do. Who the fuck is Ryan Canada? Where I'll give you a multiple choice of which of these Christmas movies was he in. Oh, he was the Judge and Ted just so you know. J- who Judge Ted Okay. Uh, a speed run on this one. Um, was he in the movie Christmas with the Cranks? Uh, as you know, famous Tim Allen vehicle. That is not a Christmas movie. Christmas with the Cranks is a Christmas movie. I've I've watched it. That is not oh, no, a Christmas. Yeah, it's movie. a bad movie. Yeah, it's really <laughs> terrible. Um, it takes place in Christmas. I would not consider it a Christmas movie. Yeah. Well, it's about them trying to skip Christmas. That's why it's based on a John Grisham book called Skipping Christmas. Listen, I will accept Die Hard as a Christmas movie. <laughs> I will not accept Christmas with the Cranks as a Christmas movie. It has it Christmas me in wrong. the title. Yeah. Not accepting it as a Christmas movie. <laughs> all right, all right. And then fair. we have The Best Man Holiday. Um, it is a film from 2021 about a woman who's getting married, and she wants to make sure she has the best man to be her uh, husband. Um, and then we have The Night They Arrested Santa which is a film from the 1980s about uh, a police officer that arrests Santa Claus because he thinks he's a trespasser. These are all good ones because he plays cops a lot. Uh, the second one, that's a black movie. Yeah, it is. Uh, and then the first one, that also sounds like a movie I could see him playing a character in. I'm going to uh, go with the third one. Oh, the night they arrested Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go with uh, Best Man's Holiday. I'm going to go with the, uh, with the first one. Christmas with the Cranks? Yeah. Well, good news. It is the night they arrested Santa Claus. Yeah. Wow. I, what do I win? You get 100 Pazuki fun bucks, which could be used on your next <laughs> oh, episode yeah. to get a keychain if you want. I'm rich. So, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's better than money, in my opinion. Uh, Elon Musk is backing it, so right now Hell we're yeah. looking at to kind of invest in Ethereum with it. Um, we'll see how it goes. Nice. Um, but let's just wrap it up and get to the recommendations. do since it's the end of the year just what was some of your favorite media very quick though we'll go through it my recommendation um i want to get into is my favorite album after going through all of them it's been a tough year we've had a lot of issues there's been a lot of good music but you cannot deny the strength and the magnitude that is uh carly ray jepson's the loneliest night is listen she just fucking knows how to make the perfect pop song it's a whole album of nothing but bangers it's so good the last track, which is the title track, The Lonely Night, is a duet she does with Rufus Wainwright. It has everything you want. Nothing but bangers. I say, go listen to it, have a good time, and then fuck off. I don't have to deal with you anymore. It's the end of the year. <laughs> I've dealt with your shit so much. I'm so tired. <laughs> That's it. That's it for my recommendations. Uh, I'll recommend, I'm not sure if I've recommended it before, but 
on cinema at the cinema. It's uh, it used to be on YouTube, but exclusively. But a couple of years ago, they started a uh, website called the High Network. It's a Tim Heidecker and uh, it's a Tim Heidecker thing. Him and uh, Greg Turkington, who more some people might know is Neil Hamburger, but Greg Turkington's real name. It's just a it's a movie review show, but it's really not that. It's actually like about like the characters in it. And there's, like, a lot of supplementary material as well. A lot of stuff that was on Adult Swim, like Dakar, Decker, was that show was, like, actually kind of, like, just, like, homework for watching on cinema because they would talk about stuff in on cinema (laughs) that was mentioned through there or, like, stuff that, like, would be jokes in there that you wouldn't get because you didn't watch on cinema. But this, uh, they're in the, they're nearing the end of their newest season, and it's really good. And, yeah, just go to highnetwork.com h-e-i network.com and you think you have to pay for it now but it's like it's like 50 bucks and I think it's worth it and you can probably still find their older stuff on, all on YouTube because they did like like 10 seasons before they started it's the really website funny. it's funny it's, yeah. it's a really good show uh, god you know my favorite movie of the year it's the movie we, we, uh, we did last time it's fucking weird the Al Yankovic story it's, yeah. it's loved it it's so funny. Um, I don't want to talk much about it because we did a whole episode about it, so I'm just going to go to my favorite game of the year, which was Omori. If you haven't heard of it, it's a psychological horror RPG that explores depression, and it's adorable. Slash made me cry many times. High recommendations. It's a very well-made game. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, my recommendation, I honestly, I didn't do a whole lot of movie watching this year other than like Marvels and like I watched Black Adam and I wouldn't recommend any of those probably <laughs> I thought you were going to be in my favorite film Black Adam and my favorite Black Adam no <laughs> it, like I think I watched a lot of me, me and Tucker my partner started watching um, Marvel movies and we've just like they're just easy when, when we don't want to decide I don't want to decide what I want to watch when I have a night off to watch things. Right. So it's just, there's a million of them. We just pound through them. There's always a new one, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I haven't watched yet. So it's just like, it's just an easy thing to throw on. They're fun. I can fall asleep and wake up and pretty <laughs> much know what's happening. Yeah. I don't need to think that hard about it. So I really haven't been doing a whole lot of like deep movie watching. Um, or like show watching, I rewatched Avatar, which is so always a recommendation. I love that show. Uh, but I have what I have been doing is reading a lot of books. Um, and so my recommendation is um, is what the best book that I've read this year. Um, it's the best book I've read in a while. It's called Homegoing by Yagasi. Oh, Barbara loves that book. It's an amazing book. It's beautiful. It's sad. It makes it make it's not it's 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 about like a family. Um, like a lineage that was separated by slavery, like one family, um, one half, one. I think it's like they're. I want to say they're like cousins or like half sisters, maybe. One gets sold um, into slavery in America, and one stays in Africa um, during you know the the um, the 1600s, and it and it goes during through, all the stuff during yeah. all the stuff <laughs> during all the stuff, and it goes through eight generations of. Um, of this family and it goes like back and forth between the family that it is um was was shipped to america and then the one that stayed in um, africa and it's it's just like beautiful and it's 
uh, it's it sad. Or? It's fiction, uh, but it's like I don't know. It's just it's a beautifully written book. It's a be- it's like a very I don't know. I think it's a very important book. You know what I mean? It felt yeah. like important while I was reading it, but it's also like not. It didn't feel like it was. Um, like disaster porn, you know what I mean? It didn't yeah. feel like it was. It didn't, it didn't feel like sadness porn. It didn't feel like sadness porn. It felt very like emotional and heartfelt, and um, and and at points like very full of love and fun and and beauty. And it just felt it was a be- it's a beautiful book, and I highly recommend it. And then also Stardew Valley, <laughs> <laughs> which some say is the home going of video. Yes, yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody would say that. <laughs> not not, mo- not most right. people, but some people. And, <laughs> and one of them might be at this table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, get, I, I am going to read that book eventually, because that is one Barbara and she really liked a lot and told me yeah. to. And she was doing that for years with Pachinko, when I finally read that, and it's also a very beautiful book of, like, oh, I should just read that. I'll have to read that one. It's really good. I think I still have it here. Uh, but, yeah, those are all, I think, grade A recommendations. And if you don't listen to them, you need to unsubscribe to this podcast because you're not taking it seriously. <laughs> Please play the game, watch the series, read the book, and most importantly, I think, listen to Carly Rae Jepsen because it's just, it's, just it's just a good time. All of her albums are. Um, but yeah. Or listen to Podzuki. Or listen to Podzuki. That's a good way yeah. to end it. I feel like we'll see you next year for yet another Godzilla Final Wars and then whatever else happens between that. I don't really care. I just want to get back to doing this again next year. So um, should we do the sign-off? Yeah. yeah, so try it. Okay, three, two, one. You're gonna, You're gonna like, like the way, way you I fuck. fuck. I, I guarantee, guarantee it. Oh. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. All see right. you next year, folks. Yeah, see you in 2023. Oh, <laughs> see you, Vanilla. <laughs> <laughs>